Hello and welcome to the May 2014 edition of the Gashke Family Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Paglara Poli, and i um, got some good news for you guys this month. As you know, the summer is upon us, and with summer comes a whole lot of events. Um, what we're talking about is real-world events. We have just seen PAX East pass us by. Um, upcoming, we have PAX Australia, PAX Prime, Gamescon, E3, Comic-Con, QuakeCon, DragonCon, and BlizzCon. As if that's not enough, um, there are several other shows going on. In all, over the summer months, there are over 100 gaming conventions. I don't know how many of you guys know that, but it is a phenomenal thing to see. So what we can expect to see from this is a whole lot of gaming news coming out this summer. So keep your eyes to the various websites like Massively or RPG.com, MMORPG.com. Um, a lot of those guys will be posting up news quite frequently. Um, we'll have a lot of reveals, a lot of announcements, a lot of uh, you know patch notes hitting the, hitting the wave. Um, people will be very excited, probably announcing some expansions. Who knows? So definitely keep your eyes on that. Um, this is also a really, 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 really busy time for me, mainly because most of what I do with the Gosh family is the networking side of things. Um, so I try to attend a couple of these conferences. Um, I will be at PAX Prime. Uh, we will be holding a get-together in June um, out at Fado's Irish Pub in Atlanta. Uh, that's June 23rd, I believe, um, 8 p.m. Eastern. If anyone's in the area, feel free to join us. Um, other than that, I have some good news. I will be moving in the next 30 to 60 days. Um, I have managed to uh, purchase a house, going through the final processes as we speak, so that's really exciting. On top of that, right about the time I'm done moving, I will be receiving my daughter up here for another month. So uh, I will pretty much be pretty shoddy on my time, whether I'm in-game or not. Um, I am going to do my best to make all of my committed events but I might not be on as often as I'd like to be. So please bear with me. Um, other than that, I am very happy to say that we have just kicked off our third annual uh, Goshkia Double Up Stuffed Animal Zerg. Um, you can go to goshkia.com, that's G-A-I-S-C-I-O-C-H.com. Click on the charity tab up on the top right. And inside there, you can look at the various charities that we are supporting this year. We have Project Smile in New England. Uh, Project Night Night in Ohio, Analyters for Children with Cancer in Oregon. And what we do with this is we have a kind of a little arrangement where we order um, stuffed animals from Coles.com through their Coles Cares program, which donates $5 to children's charities um, just by ordering those animals. And then those animals get shipped direct to charities that need stuffed animals. So pretty much what we do is we benefit two charities with the same dollar, and that's kind of like our own little spin on a, on a charity event. So we do this once a year, usually in the uh, the early spring months, but sometimes we push over in the summer. But that's going on right now. It'll be going on through the end of June. So please feel free to support these charities by going over there, clicking on uh, support this charity, and then going over to the Coles uh, registry and ordering one of the animals for the kids. Um, Project Smile is um, a group that provides emergency responders throughout New England and eventually throughout the nation with a continuous continuous supply of comfort items to ease the pain and fear of traumatized children. Uh, Project Night Night donates over 25,000 uh, Night Night packages each year free of charge to homeless children who need uh, childhood essentials to feel secure, cozy, ready to learn, and significant. 
Alliance for Children of Cancer is a nonprofit organization providing support over a thousand families affected by childhood cancer in Oregon and Southwest Washington. So please feel free to support these guys. Um, up next, after this event, we will have our traditional Extra Life charity event, which usually runs in September. Um, that will be a 24-hour gameathon, and we always have a strong following there. Always show up, have a great time. This year, I'm going to try to see if we can get a team of live streamers together to do 24-hour Gashio broadcast of various events and various games. So, um, if you would like to be a part of that, start uh, reaching out to me, and we're going to try to put together a team to make that happen. Um, in additional news, I managed to be on the other side of the microphone for once. So I was on MMOBuff.tv, and uh, they interviewed me about the uh, inclusive and exclusive guilds. I think it went rather well. Um, it was a pretty good little hour and 20-minute uh, session. So if you haven't seen that, you can check that out on our forums. Um, they did record it, so it is viewable on YouTube. Next tidbit of news, our magazine. Wow. I mean, we put together this magazine thinking, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we just put together a magazine, did whatever we wanted? Um, little did we imagine that within the first month of it being online, we'd have more than 15,000 reads. So, uh, yeah, slightly more significant than we thought it would be. And uh, this uh, next issue, I am pleased to announce that we are literally interviewing some of the biggest names in MMORPGs. Um, Scott Hartsman from Tryon has agreed to be interviewed for it. Colin Johansson from Guild Wars 2 has agreed to interview it. And Matt Byer from Dark Age of Camelot and Elder Scrolls Online has agreed to be interviewed for it. So we're going to have a very extensive interview session uh, with three of the biggest players in Goshkia's gaming history. So, you know, Matt Byer was there at the beginning. He's there currently. Um, Colin Johansson has been there. He was actually working for Mythic, and then went over to the ArenaNet team um, with Guild Wars 1, now is doing Guild Wars 2. And then Scott Hartsman was pretty much the guy that brought me into the fold with Rift uh, way back when it was Heroes of Talara. So uh, very excited to interview these people, very excited to, to publish these articles and, and kind of share a little bit of the backstory of the MMORPG genre. So um, stay tuned for that. If you're interested in getting connected with the magazine, please feel free to check out the forums. Um, we also have an entire magazine section, which gives you instructions on how to get involved. We'd love to have you. It doesn't matter if you're a proofreader or an illustrator or uh, someone that wants to write an article, someone that just wants to hang out and give ideas. We don't care. Come out, have fun. We, we will publish whatever we can think of. So, um, Along with that, we are starting a new thing called the Far Reaches of Gashkia. What this is, is we are trying to get people to print up this little poster that we made and either place it out in random places throughout the world or um, take pictures with it uh, and then send them into the magazine at magazine.gashkia.com. We want to have a couple-page spread of this poster being seen at various places, whether it's the Eiffel Tower or the Great Wall of China or your backyard or at the Walmart in your, uh, your little hometown. Whatever it is, uh, favorite pub, favorite restaurant, local hiding spot, Go ahead and print this thing up and uh, take a picture with it. We want to see it. So uh, it's a pretty comfortable uh, illustration done by uh, Neo Yoshi of our of our family. Um, he's been doing a couple of illustrations for us for the magazine and for other things. So um, thank you very much, Neo. Uh, it's been a huge help. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the results of these are. We're going to try to take pictures of or try to update this thing. So every you know two or three months, we might switch it out for another one. And then you can take pictures with that one throughout the world. 
Um, other than that, let's go ahead and get on to some Elder Scrolls news. Um, if you haven't noticed, on Hope's Fire Campaign in Evan Hart Pack, a formidable foe, a formidable foe has arisen. Yes, in the form of the uberlite um, vampire blood-sucking um, mages that are out there. We have quite a few of them. The R10 folk that are, are decimating anything that lays in their path. It's pretty freaking crazy. But the good news is is that uh, Patch Monday is going to resolve a lot of the issues that they've been uh, using to gain the upper hand. Uh, should be a different battlefield come Tuesday during our event. So um, what we're going to be doing is going out there, having a good time, doing some practice on splitting up and uh, doing a lot of havocing, um, at least until we get our footing. And we'll be doing a lot of um, bouncing around, trying to take a lot of objectives in a very short amount of time. Um, we really want to kind of develop what we eventually turn into our Gosh Trinity, which is a very massive, large-scale campaign using both large-scale and small-scale units to pretty much dominate the entire battlefield. Um, we did this very successfully in Warhammer um, and in DOC, and would really like to bring it into the fold here on, on uh, Hope's Fire campaign, and I, I think it's very doable, um, but it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of understanding of how the battlefield works and where to maneuver. Um, what this does is it makes use of the players who don't know a lot about AVA, gives them a chance to learn, and then gives the players who know everything about AVA a chance to really shine in the small-scale warfare. So uh, look forward to that. We're slowly but surely moving towards that. And it's definitely something that we're, we're trying to put out there. Um, next order of business is the marketplace. I have been diligently working on getting this stuff up and in there. Um, you can probably notice that you can claim researchable items to learn the traits off items. Um, so that you can craft various different types of traits. Um, that is a, the prelude to us putting up a more robust system. Um, we have added alchemy, enchanting, and provisioning. Um, so now those those type of items can be entered in through the recipe adder uh, for those players that have reached the Lord Gear rank or higher. Um, in addition, you'll probably start seeing those pop up a lot more, so you'll be able to order them if you if you need them. It just costs your uh, family vault credits, which you earn by participating in events and uh, filling out work orders on the marketplace. Um, aside from that, big news of the week: we have a patch hitting on Monday, hopefully, that will resolve a lot of the issues that have been uh, plaguing the game so far. Um, there is a uh, test going on for the Craglorn, and that seems to be getting some people pretty excited, so that should be here in the next month or so. Um, there's definitely going to be some, some patches coming out in the next few months that, that look pretty interesting. I mean, some of the things that they were talking about were, uh, you know, our dire armors, the uh, additional features for guilds, which, of course, I'm interested in, but that's just my selfish being. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's a lot of neat things. There's some posts on the forums about it, if you're interested. I definitely check it out. Uh, there was a state of the game address by Matt Fire that you should check out as well. Um, he gives a pretty good overview of what's going on with ESO. So, at this point, I wanted to open up the floors for comments on ESO or anything ESO related. Does anyone have any comments, questions, um, thoughts that they would like to add? I would like to um, tout out the marketplace. They're filling orders fast. Especially on the, Ooh, um, I can especially on the um, researchable items. It took me ten minutes to get the three I asked for. It was really cool and really nice. Yeah, I, a lot of people came to me saying that nobody's ordering them, and uh, you know that they would 
really want to see the, the marketplace be used. And then I reassured them that, yes, people are ordering them. In fact, look at the item page. And you'll see that most of those items are getting filled in less than 30 seconds. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not that they're not being used. It's that we have a feeding frenzy for those orders. So anytime they pop up, people are jumping on them as quickly as they appear. So, um, yeah, it's uh, if you can find one, go get it. If you can't, then just hang out. We're about to launch an even bigger system that's going to require a lot more crafters crafting. So um, it, it's on its way. So be patient. Uh, a question on the uh, charity thing. Uh, if you uh, do uh, decide to, to donate, I, does it automatically ship to where it's supposed to go, or does it ship to you and then you ship it someplace else? It automatically goes to the place that the registry is signed up for. So each one of them has its own registry, and then those go directly out to those companies or the charities. Okay, in spite of, in spite of whatever my shipping uh, address settings are? Uh, yeah, when you do it, you should be able to just set the shipping address to their location, um, the registry holder. I think a lot of times it doesn't even ask you for shipping information, but it might. It might, but it, yeah, like uh, Fog said, it will give you that option uh, to send it to the registry holder. And the additional thing is, is on the uh, charity page, there's the address of each one of those. So if in doubt, go ahead and throw it in there. Anyone else? Also, it was. Go ahead. All right. Anyone else? Has there been any progress with uh, Daggerfall or Aldermary Alliance for guild members who want to play with those alliances? I have on our page two campaigns. Um, one's Ariel's Bolt for the AD, and the other is Wabajack for DA, along with some guild contacts that you can contact out there. Um, Goshkit will not be creating Aldermary or Daggerfall pack guilds. Uh, that is not something that we're going to be doing. Um, mainly because it's hard enough running two different games, adding that, that's like adding a whole other game on top of a game. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of management, and it becomes a very hard thing for us to control. So, um, yeah, we don't want to tarnish our name any. Anyone else have a question? I have, well, it's not exactly a question, it's more, more like a, a request for the marketplace. Uh, the ability to uh, claim more than one work order, if that somebody requests, say, 100 uh, rawhide scraps, I. Uh, but it, batch, it batches them in, in stacks of 50. Uh, the ability to claim both of those orders and then send them 100 rawhide scraps. That comes when you raise your artisan rank. Each, time, each level that your artisan rank goes up, you get to claim one more work order at a time. Um, so if you're artisan rank 2, you'll be able to claim two work orders at a time. If you're artisan rank 10, you'll be able to claim 10 at a time. And your artisan rank well, goes up by crafting items for people. So by doing the um, the research stuff, that'll raise your artisan rank. By doing the potions, the food, provisioning, or enchanting, that'll raise your rank as well. I know right now I could uh, I, I I could ship uh, the purple enchanting runes to people who have ordered them. But if they ordered three of them, <laughs> well, it's claim. Ship, claim, ship, claim, ship. Right. Until uh, you earn rank three. What I've been doing. Case, you can, you can that's almost 50 time. gold for the three males. What I've been and doing. And it would cost is, me 13 for one male. 
if I was going, I, I'm only, I can only ship two, okay? Um, this is Prissy, and I can only ship two because I don't do the crafting stuff, but I'm trying, so I'm only two. So what I do is I take it, if I have enough to fill four orders, I will claim the, claim the orders, claim, pick all four of them one at a time and say I sent them, then send it to them that way. And just send it all in one mail. And you can do that. You know, it's, you just got to make sure that you claim all four. Um, so put, put claim, send, claim, send, claim, send, claim, send, and then batch it all together in one, send it off. Um, That's what I've been doing. Okay, so I've been making it harder than I needed to. The thing that you got to realize is that we built every system on the Garcia site to be a tutorial. So we want you to take baby steps before you take a giant step. So before you can lead, you need to follow before you can claim large objectives, you need to claim small objectives. We want to make sure that you know how the system works before you advance and start getting into the deeper stuff. Because the more you can do, the more things can go wrong and the more things can be misused. So we really want to kind of encourage people to take baby steps. And trust me, if, if we can have people claim everything, you would see people claim everything and they would sit on it for 15 days. And you wouldn't be able to craft anything because they've claimed it all. And then you'd be having a whole different conversation with me right now. But we built the system this way so that everyone can have a shot at, at cracking stuff for people. That makes a certain amount of sense. So there was a question about if we should be guesting on those two campaigns. Yes, if you're Evanhart, do not guess at Ariel's Bow or Wabbit Jack. Those two are pretty much off limits as our own family members are fighting there alongside our alliance mates. So, um, Goshke has a firm policy of not fighting our own blood. So, if you want to guess, I would highly recommend guessing to one of the other servers, Blood Thorn or um, Skull Crusher, one of those. Um, that would probably be the best bet. Any other comments, questions? Could you talk a little bit about Discovery and what can be put in there? Discovery system is a system that was built for Rift. Uh, we have long since left Rift, and we have yet to find a game that allows us to log XY coordinate discoveries. Um, both Guild Wars and ESO do not have an XY coordinate system uh, natively in-game, so we haven't built anything for those. Um, what you can do to earn those discovery points is add recipes into the crafting marketplace. So at, after you hit Lord Gary, you can go to the marketplace, and there'll be a add a recipe button. You can select the trade that you want to enter. And then you can add recipes. And uh, if your recipe is approved, you'll get some discovery points for doing that. Okay, thanks. Any others? All right, we're going to get on to the Guild Wars 2 news. Um, as you guys know, there was an April feature patch. Um, this was a great and horrible patch all in the same. Um, there was a lot of new features, including the wardrobe that was added that are really cool. Um, the dragon timers are now all in sync across every server. Um, so at exact times during exact days, um, you can hit those bosses. We were also given the ability to spawn boss invasions on our own using uh, the, the guild merits and whatnot. So uh, we do have it set up so that in Sork, um, Soren's going to be running some of the dragon hunts. So if you're interested, go ahead and contact Soren. Um, she's going to be doing Quaddle and the Karka and uh, the Worm events in there. So uh, the bad news, however, is the Mega Server didn't exactly work as planned. Um, one of the things that uh, we have noticed is it was kind of like throwing the Oakland Raiders and the Cleveland Browns in the same locker room together. Um, insults going every which way. People's tensions are just extremely high. People insulting one another, mainly because you have two 
two different servers that have been fighting each other for a year and a half, getting shoved together in the same locker room. And uh, they have those rivalries built up over time. Um, you know, they don't like each other. Sanctum Overall and uh, Blackgate have never liked each other. So it, it's very, it's a very rough entrance to these places, especially when people find out that you're from a server that they don't like. Um, so, yeah, it's turned PvE into quite an interesting endeavor. Um, guild missions are definitely um, kind of a challenge. Um, the overflow makes sure that everyone ends up on a different instance of the same map so that we have to spend a good 20 minutes getting everyone to the right place before we can do the missions. Um, but the best feature of the whole April patch, in my opinion, is last login. Um, for the first time, we're able to see when somebody last logged in. So when we're going through our roster management, if somebody has logged in in the last week, we can just click a little button and say, hey, they're still playing, keep going. Um, otherwise, we, we remove them if they AFK for more than 14. Um, and then when they come back, they just get a re-invite back in. But it, it definitely makes the, the system a lot easier and allows us to, to see who's still playing and who's not and you know keep our numbers in sync with things. So uh, kudos for that feature. Um, definitely something that we needed for a while. Um, in addition, we have made Baylor a commander of the family, so he's going to be leading some PvE events and probably some World v. World events. Um, he, he's a fairly good commander. He's, he's a nice guy, um, knows a lot of stuff, so feel free to join up with him and run around the, the battlefield with him. Uh, we are starting a, a little change to the Sync Moral Community events. We are going to let people stay inside of the Sync Moral Community events uh, sort guild if they like. We will be doing um, probably some World v. World in that guild here in the near future. Um, the other thing that I'm planning on doing is putting a code word into events on the synchromoral.com where leaders can basically have this code word that they, they set each week. And by sending a code word, players can claim participation in it and enter into the weekly raffle. Um, the weekly raffle will run on an automated schedule, so every Saturday at midnight, it'll trick over and the winners will be on the homepage. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking that would be a good way to continue to give out prizes to uh, Sync Moral participants and turn every event into essentially a, sync, a great turn adventure. Um, so I think that, that can be really fun, and it wouldn't matter who's leading what events, other guilds can run them and we'll still have prizes being given away. So I think that that'll be a pretty nice thing. Um, other than that, um, there are some more features coming from what I hear. Um, I'm not sure certain what they are, but there's supposed to be some more guild uh, functionality coming to game. I don't know how soon that's going to be, but uh, I'm going to open up the floor for you all to ask questions about Guild Wars 2. Please feel free to make comments, questions, concerns, whatever you saw in your mind. Please feel free to state it. Does anyone have anything about Guild Wars 2 that they would like to say? You're very welcome. Baylor, you want to introduce yourself? I'm testing to make sure the thing is working correctly. I'm Baylor. Hello, all. Um, been over with the family a little over a year plus. Uh, quite a few of you might know me. If not, I do lead mixed events of player versus element, world versus world as skilled PvP. Um, at any time, if you have any questions about the game's builds, I'm very in tune with the game and I'm willing to answer questions even if I'm not in game. If I'm in raid call, you guys are more than welcome to uh, spot me up in any raid call channel if you spot me. Does anyone else have another question? I don't have a question per se. I just have a couple things that I, I would like to say. Uh, a couple words of encouragement. Um, 
I know that there have been re various people, um, not just in this guild, but across the entire server, um, uh, Sanctum of Raw, that have been getting discouraged with the way that World v. World is working out right now. Um, I, I know that it's hard, guys. We're definitely outnumbered. We're taking a pounding. Um, but we are still able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with these guys. Um, it's not that we're not good fighters. Um, it's just that, unfortunately, we don't really have the same coverage um, that they do. And we honestly don't have the same amount of numbers they do, even during prime time. Um, you know, we're lucky to fill a map and a half, and they're, they're almost always filling two, two and a half maps. Um, and they're really good with um, cross communication, being able to hop between maps if they need to. So it puts us at a bit of a disadvantage because at this point, um, a lot of that communication, a lot of that coverage is gone, but we're doing a great job. Um, there's, there's no reason for us to be discouraged at this point. We are doing fantastic. We're still in we're still a great server um and we're, we're gonna come back from this guys everybody just needs to uh keep calm and uh, keep a level head there, there's a lot of good things going on and I, I don't want people to forget that um i've had the most fun in world v world in the past two months um than, than i did the entire I, in fact i would say that my fun in world v world over the last two two and a half months um at, together has equaled the entire other year that I played this game. Um, it's been absolutely amazing out there. Uh, tough fights all around for sure, but it's been a lot more rewarding as well. Um, so I hope to keep seeing you guys out there. Um, and once again, just don't get discouraged, guys. There's just so much going on right now that there's not really too much that we can do about it, especially getting stuck where we are right now in the tournament. Um, you know, definitely in four three, four weeks, it should start to tune up a little bit more for us. Uh, and so I just, I continue to uh, plug away. I hope that you guys do too. Um, just, it's been fun, guys. So uh, once again, I hope to see you all out there. Hope everybody uh, is, is able to keep their spirits up. There's no reason to be down about this. Yep. Hey, and I'm, I'm actually going to start live streaming again. I haven't done it in a while, but I'm going to start live streaming some of our World v. World events just mainly because I want to kind of show you guys that there is some good fights out there, and it's not all us just getting stomped. We go out there and stomp them as much as they stomp us. Um, the, the only difference is, is that they play in hours that we don't. So, you know, it's... Uh, I, I think that if we had the same coverage that they did, we would stomp them like no one's business. I mean, it's just phenomenal fights out there. Um, I haven't had anyone complain about having a bad time out there when they come out and join us for the evening. So it, it's a good time all around. Completely concur. Completely. I was going to make a comment in the sense that maybe uh, with the commanders on the field, maybe we'd be able to uh, do a separate small dagger group on another map to pull distraction as an open suggestion if you ever want that angel or to any other commander who leads during world versus world. Um, I... I've actually had that a couple times um, where we'll have uh, another guild group, 5, 10, whatever, um, on a separate map, and it helps a little bit, um, but unfortunately, because we are so outnumbered, um, and they usually have a 50-man zerg or whatever on the map that we are on, a lot of times that extra 10 people can actually make the difference in winning and losing a couple fights, so... It, it's good, but um, it, it also can hurt the group as well. So it's one of those things where I'm kind of cautious about it, depending on how many people I have with me. 
true. I think the other thing right now is that you need to realize that we aren't going to win any matches. We haven't hit over 300 PPT in four months. Um, without breaking 400 or 300 PPT, you cannot even place second in Worldly World. Uh, even if you did 299, the mathematical equation there for the amount of ticks um, results in you not winning. You would still be third. And um, we can hit that 200 PPT. We can hit 250 PPT, but, you know, we, we can't maintain that all day long. Most of the time that, you know, during the nights, we drop down into 15 PPT, you know, and when that kicks for two hours, that's a whole lot of ground that they're gaining that we're not. Um, so, Very true. you know, what, what I find is the most effective approach to locking down the most territory out there. I mean, a lot of times you'll see me, we'll step on the field with 35 PPP and we'll leave the field with 220 PPP. And that's done by bouncing between the two borderlands that are not our borderlands, taking at least one objective on each map so that you're keeping their Zergs busy on their own map. And they can get two, three objectives, great. But what I've been doing is hitting their keeps. Take their keep, use their keep as a supply camp, drain it completely. If you have to even queue stuff, make sure that they have no supply there. Um, then go to their next camp, use the, use the supply that you just gained from them, go to the other castle, take that castle, drain it as well. Um, by doing that, what you're doing is you just took two keeps that they need supplies to take back. And what you're doing is you're resupplying on those keeps. So you don't have to go take any more supply camps. You don't have to spend, you know, two to five minutes taking a supply camp, which is slowing you down. You go from keep to keep to keep to keep to keep to keep. There are nights when we don't even touch a tower. We don't even touch a supply camp. We just completely supply ourselves off their keeps. And they cannot maneuver as fast as we can because they have to stop and take supply camps because they don't have the siege to be able to put down and, and build the ramps on those doors. It's a math game, and if you take away the mathematical uh, force, you end up having more territory than they do. And that's how we've been able to maintain 220 PPT overnight. It's like when we're totally outmanned, totally outgunned, they have way more than we do. And we're riding higher than they are just by taking their keeps and uh, using their supply to do it. Very true. So, you know, the, the big thing to focus on right now is go out there, have fun, take a lot of stuff. Um, you know, experience some of the fights, experience some of the, the win and loss. What what caused you to lose? What caused you to win? You know, don't pass blame on others. Look at yourself. Look at, you know, could I have lived longer in this fight? How could I have lived longer in this fight? Standing in the poo is probably not the way to live. Um, getting out of the poo is probably the way that you're going to persevere and, and continue on. The key is to remember that every corpse on that field is one less person fighting. So you want to make sure that their corpse is out equal your corpses. So, you know, if you have a chance to back away from the fight, recuperate some health, and then jump back in, do it. Don't just take a take a kneel and sit out on the fight. Uh, try to persevere. So, and those same tactics work in ESO just as well. If you're if you're taking too much damage in ESO, it's very costly to get you a res. It's like 150 gold every time that we need to res you. So, you know, uh, if you can persevere and, and step out away from the from the heat for a few minutes, do so. You know, keep your health up. You know, you're as responsible for your life as anyone else. So, um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a good time out there. You can go out there and have over the a lot of fun. So, um, does anyone else have anything else that they would like to add? Questions? Are we going to see community events in ESO on uh, PVE side? Probably not. Um, mainly because of the way that the game is structured. It's very hard to get 100 people into the same place at the same time. 
It's essentially the mega server problem, except without being able to port to each other. Most likely, if we do do anything, it'll be in the Cyrodiil side, because that's the only zone where we can get 100 people together. And even still, porting into, you know, I, I tried porting us into some of the dungeons out there with a mass amount of people, and it crashed. It crashed everyone. So um, until they until they fix that, we're going to stay away from that hole in the middle of that hand. Yes, that's right. We are not going down that hole. Question. Yeah. Um, are we planning to hold another uh, massive, somewhat type of community event within the uh, Guild Wars 2 section? At the moment, no. Um, I wanted to do a, two, a Season 4, but there's not enough interest for people in World of Your World. Missions have turned into a nightmare. And doing anything as a 150-person group is next to impossible now that the Mega Server's out. Until they resolve some of the mega server issues, there's not much chance that we're going to be able to do any of that. Um, if they figure out the mega server and do get guilds onto the same mega server together, then we could use sort to get everyone on the same map together, and we might be able to do something that way. But until they streamline that process, we can't even begin to consider it because it's it's a nightmare just with 40 people. I don't want to try that with 170. Understandable. I was just. It takes us twenty minutes to get. It takes us twenty minutes to get forty people on the same map. Understandable. I was just looking at it to see if I should uh, pre-plan um, uh, community uh, fundraiser events. You know, considering I normally pull anywhere between twenty to thirty people possible for that sometimes, to see if that would still be uh, viable. Yeah, until that mega server issue is worked out, it's going to be a nightmare, and it's just more stress than it's worth at this point. Understood. Thank you. Any other questions, comments? Alright then, then tonight we are going to close with a new little tune by Lindsay Sterling that I happen to really like. Uh, it's called Ram Table Rival. Um, as always, I'm your host, Benjamin Fogladapoli, and we'll be back next month for the June edition of the Gashbia Family Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us, and I will see you next time. Thank you very much.